Welcome to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. This podcast discusses everything you've ever wanted to know about therapy, but didn't know how to ask. We discuss many topics on the show, including how to help you overcome and cope with various situations. What many don't realize is that all of us are faced with various traumas and anxieties, and that we all want to work towards overcoming them. Here, we want to take away the stigma of therapy and assure you that everyone who is listening to this podcast is just like you, someone wanting to work on and improve their mental health. This podcast is your secure stop on your way to finding your answers. My name is Matthew, and I'll be your host. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for joining me again today. Today I want to talk about things that can trigger our stresses and what we can do to recognize it and how to deal with it. Often our stress triggers go totally unnoticed, and being mindful of them is the first and biggest step in making sure that stress does not dominate our daily lives. For example, I have a client who, when he was a kid, was the youngest child and sometimes felt ignored or overlooked. As an adult, whenever he felt ignored or invisible, he would sometimes have the urge to withdraw completely from the situation in which he found himself in. In other words, he wanted to sulk. The trauma we experience as children can seem silly to us today, but it is important to know that they have a huge role in shaping how we react to the world, especially when it comes to stress responses. When COVID-19 entered my state and my local community, my client knew that he was going to have to quarantine himself. He knew that his stress response might be to feel ignored by others because he could not see them. When he didn't get a call or text back right away, his tendency is to sulk and imagine all the reasons why they are ignoring him. A type of FOMO. Your stress triggers could be completely different. They can make you clean obsessively, lash out in anger, or wallow in self-pity. The triggers to our stress could be something like a loud noise, a reminiscent smell, or just an expression your partner makes that you don't particularly like. It is important not to condemn ourselves 
or judge our triggers and our stress responses. But instead, to give them loving awareness and understanding. The trauma we've experienced is not our fault. But we can control how we cope with it going forward. In recognizing that, we can be better prepared for our own negative feelings. That does not mean, however, that we should invalidate our own feelings. But we simply give them awareness. Awareness is truly the biggest mountain to climb when it comes to our stress triggers. When we give our previously unconscious responses a loving awareness, most of the work to unravel them is already underway. That doesn't mean that our stress will go away instantaneously or that we can expect to be perfect from here on out. Instead, the thing that fueled these negative thoughts and feelings can be recognized as fear. And we have just taken it away from our stresses by simply giving our feelings an acknowledgement and a loving space to exist in. This means that we cannot fix ourselves with more fear. We cannot fight away stress responses that we don't like or that we don't want. We have to truly accept ourselves the way we are and go from there. Not start from a place where we think we should be. Tied closely to awareness, which is the first coping skill, is acceptance. Acceptance is the only way to truly cope with stress triggers that isn't just a short-term fix. Yes, we can soothe our stress responses with food, TV, drugs, alcohol, and other coping mechanisms. They will work to bring us down from a stressful mood for a while. But sadly, they will only be a short while. The important distinction is that they do not get to the root of the issue and will ultimately make our suffering much worse in the long run. This doesn't mean that we can't partake of those things 
to use them to control how we feel or to remove stress. This can cause a pattern of behavior that is difficult to get out of and will often lead to addiction. Awareness and acceptance can be practiced. They aren't always easy at first, so please go easy on yourself. But when we are ready to stop the suffering, awareness and acceptance will be there for us. When we feel stressed, the first thing we should do is to notice it, really notice it. Where do you feel it in your body? What does it make you want to do? Don't fight those urges. Simply notice them, acknowledge them, and then let them pass. If you struggle to notice your stress triggers until long after they pass, there are ways to get better at recognizing and understanding these triggers. Things that I have mentioned before, like meditation, journaling, praying, taking a walk, doing a body scan, or talking to a friend about our feelings. I know at this point, all of these suggestions seem like cliches, but trust me, they work. Just remember that this is not a race. Forgive yourself and strive to do a little better each and every day. There are moments, even for the best of us, when all of our training fails us and no amount of awareness and acceptance will help our stress responses be any better. Sometimes in life, it is good to know when to take a step back and give yourself some time. For example, when talking to my wife, I sometimes have a tendency to want to work it out right then and there, no matter what. It is sometimes difficult for me to let things go, to take a walk, and to see how I feel a little later on. My stress response is in the driver's seat and doesn't want to give up that control. If I know myself, I know that I need to take the wheel. I need to tell stress that it is more than welcome to stay in the car with me, but I'm going to drive. I will be in control. In continuing this metaphor, if we try to put stress in the trunk 
and try to make it go away. Stress always has a way of coming back with a vengeance. Stress isn't the enemy. It just wants to keep us safe. And stress will be with us for the rest of our lives. But if we acknowledge it and say to that stress, you can sit in the car with me, but I'm going to drive. We take back the control of our lives. When stress is screaming in our ear, it might not be the best time to drive on difficult terrains. Take a spin and let stress wear itself out. Know that sooner or later, we all will be in a better place to talk about our stress responses with our partners, our families, and those we love. We will be in a better place to deal with whatever situation has caused the stress response in the first place. We all have a lot of time on our hands right now. And I challenge you to work on your awareness to your stress triggers, even if it's just a little bit. Thank you for listening and for staying safe. So, what does managing our stress and anxiety look like? The answer to that is simple. It's up to you. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode of Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. Stay connected with us directly through our website at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com or you can join the discussion on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. If you'd like to speak with us directly, please email me at matthew at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. And until next time, that's stuff you should know about therapy.